Okay, good morning, everybody. Hope everybody's well. Happy Wednesday. Hope everybody's doing great. Talking yesterday about this idea of looking into the future as a reason to not do something today. This is like the the other side of the coin of be present. All right, this is like, you know, be present, be present, be present. We got it, thanks. We know be present. But how come I don't seem to be present? How does that work? And the answer is, is that when I don't value the actions that I'm doing, I don't value the work that I'm taking, I don't value the means, right? I only value the ends. What I'm doing is, over the course of time, I am slowly devaluing in my mind the need for a means. So, for example, if I'm working to make money, right, and then someone hands me money, then what did I work for, right? That means if I go to work every day, all I'm really doing is getting myself involved in an action that is not very valuable. It's only there to the ends of money. So I just need to get money or not need money, and I'll stop working. And if you need to see this anywhere... Just look around. For those of you who are following corporate America, you know that what corporate America is dealing with right now is what's called the Great Resignation. If you, get, if you don't know what I'm, if you don't know what I'm talking about, Google it. The Great Resignation, and it's basically a phenomenon that's taking place right now, as young people are coming into the ranks, and they're living their lives for the most part, from what I understand, without really a lot of needs. For the, you know, as not everyone who's like this, clearly there's enormous amounts of gaps so you can never say young people and then somehow include you know 12 million people like it doesn't really work that way but you know generally and this is corporate America not only so in general most you know 20 25 year olds 30 year olds even are even are not married they don't families they don't live in they don't live very expensive lives or if they do they're not you know very very expensive they're not carrying you know very high mortgages right they just live a different lifestyle And they don't need that much. And so work's getting really hard. COVID, remote, whatever. And a lot of them are just, they're just resigning. They're not, not, they're not going to another job. They're just, they're just out. They're out. They're, they're just resigning. They're finding something else that allows them to adapt to their lifestyle. So they'd rather work in a job that's less um, intellectually stimulating but the job is in a place where they can be remote so that they can go out and live someplace else. They'd rather make less with more flexible time. Or they have enough, and they'll deal with it in a year or two. Right? This is the, the product of an economy of which a lot of people work, not for the work itself, but for the result of the work, which is money. If, if we, I don't know if we want to spend an entire show on this, but we could. Right? When you live in a consumer-based economy, which is clearly, for those who are listening in the United States of America, what we live in. Maybe if you're living, living in some you know, European country or maybe in Israel, some other place, South America, Canada, maybe where you live, there's a certain unique value placed on growing a craft. Now, this exists in the social sphere, right? So teachers and social workers and religious figures, they have this a little bit more. But there was once a time where, like, you know, the carpenter of the neighborhood was a very important person, and he felt that. And there was a craft called carpentry.
and he had like you know uh, he had a, a mentee. I forget what they're called. I'm someone pop. You you know what I'm talking about, right? I'm just just it's escaping my mind what they're called. And he trained them, right? Apprentice. That's what it's called. It's an apprentice. But the value was in the work. And he was very proud of himself, and he should be. And I think we had that 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago. People got up, they went to work, they did what they did. The action was valuable. They appreciated the work they did. It was an honest day's work, and they were, they were, they, they were proud of themselves. As the economy shifts to becoming consumer-based, and the images you get are have, 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 experience, 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 the mind, the collective mind, starts to say, who cares what I do? i got to get paid because i got to maintain my subscriptions and i got to keep my stuff and i got to go on that vacation. i, I got to experience and have because everywhere I look, someone is telling me experience and have. And the ability to experience and have something is the forefront, which means i got to get paid so that I can spend on something. Even when you go to school, for the most part, you're going to class and you're, ta- you're, 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 now this isn't for everybody, right? A lot of people that are in school taking courses that they really believe in and great. Doctors killing themselves doing, yeah, great. But lots of people who end up in colleges spending most of their time having, having fun tasting different things and then getting out into the real world and seeing that most of what they learned in college isn't, isn't very relevant to the real world and now they've got to find something to do to have an experience now you take that and you put that through a little bit of a little bit of world shocking like I don't know a global pandemic and people come out and they're like well I don't want to do that anymore I don't want to do that anymore I don't want to. I just don't want to. Because I didn't find it valuable in the first place. I, 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 didn't, I didn't get my thing out of school. And I don't really... I don't really need that much. Or I don't really care. So why do it for? Once the, media, the means becomes less valuable, you've got to make sure that ends is super strong. Or else the means goes away. Right? So if if the ends you gotta pay a mortgage, you got two little kids in school, you don't like working? All right. When I started working, I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't even think of quitting. Like I didn't even know what that even I it didn't even dawn on me that that was even a possibility. Because the ends was so strong, thank God, that the means needed to be justified no matter what. But once the ends stops being strong, whether you have something, you have the money you want or whatever, or, or the goal stops becoming as relevant. This happens sometimes to kids that are, that are involved in certain even religious institutions or, or families without them really explaining the beauty of the means of the religion. Right? They don't really know why they do what they do. They just know that if they do it, God will be happy with them. So they do it. I had this conversation with somebody recently, and she was saying to me, she was saying, as a kid growing up, like it was like a, it was like a point system in my house. I don't know why 
I make this blessing or I go to that prayer service or I my mom created some elaborate point system and ultimately we got paid for doing good things and ultimately we believe that God pays us for doing good things so as long as my mom's paying me and in checks and in treats I'll do it and as long as God pays me in a good life I'll do it I don't care for it I want the end and then one day if you ask for something and God doesn't deliver or if you grow up and leave the house you wake up one morning and you're like why am I even making a blessing for like I don't why am I doing this for? That's the question. Where where was God in COVID, right? What, what question is that? You know what the question is? The question is, well, if God's not going to hook us up, what's the point? I don't really value the means. I don't really value the, the prayer itself. I don't really value the, 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 the tradition. I value what I get from it, the result from it. And if either you stop delivering for me at my timeline or I don't need it, I stop doing it. And you can look at a lot, in my opinion, of institutional environments and see kids drop out, whether that's a family that sports is number one, or academics is number one, or religion is number one, Mahabdil. Once the ends change, if the means aren't valuable, the means fall apart. And in many times, the people around don't know what to do because they didn't do anything wrong. They may not really know much about the means either. They just have stronger ends, right? So if I can just go back to religious stuff for a second, not because this only applies there, just because of, of some of the experiences that I've had. There are some people that are, you know, connected to Judaism because their parents or grandparents survived the Holocaust and they have that like existential Jewish guilt they don't really know what they're doing God bless them but they don't really know and now their kids are going through it but they're less connected because they don't have the Holocaust hanging on in front of them because they may not even know their grandparents no one did anything wrong they're all wonderful people it's just that the means have never been valuable enough so when the ends changed, the means dropped off, dropped off. This happens all the time. It happens in why we don't eat healthier. It happens in why we don't um, do the right thing more often. It happens in why we don't live the life that we're supposed to live. Because we get so excited about the result, the resolution, right? That as we start going down the road to get to the result, there's a long period of time potentially where it's work time and in that period of time our brains are like no 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 like remember comfort 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 and we look at the ends and we go well is it really that important and as soon as the ends start to change maybe I don't need to lose that weight Maybe I don't need to get that mu- that that much money. Maybe I don't need to really do that religious thing. Maybe I don't need to act with that level of integrity. Everyone else is doing it. So what if I don't? So what if I do? As you you can hear it in your if you've never experienced this, then God bless you. If you're a human being, most likely you've experienced this at least once. Just listen for it next time. Just listen for it. Go do what you got to do. 
And as it gets hard, listen for your brain doing this. It's a trick. Just listen for it. It's the oldest trick in the book. Just look to the ends and, and start jiggering the, the value of, of the goal. And it's only happening because as you devalue the means, it's an excuse. It's an excuse not to do it. All right, we'll talk about it. I hope we'll delve into this a little bit. All right, have a great day. With God's help, I cannot wait to see you again tomorrow. Have a great day. Living on a lifeline The world doesn't ever seem to change Looking for the sunshine But you're caught up in the rain It's like your eyes Are wide open but you cannot see You're watching life Pass you by like one, two, three Walking in destruction The winds of life Blur your vision All the devastation Forever feels like you're on the run It's time No one else can set you free, you're locked inside, and only you have got the key.